Hello there, my name is Anke Mulman and our website is cwowi.eu, Church Without Walls International. We are part of a uh, worldwide network of house churches. If you are interested in it, want to know how to have fellowship with people who are on the same spiritual page, who love one another, who love the Lord, who want to grow in the Lord, mature in Him, in close relationship with people who are on the same page, go to our website. There's also another website you can go to, cwowi.org. But today I want to talk to you about a very important thing. What is the most important thing we should do? And especially nowadays when there are so many distractions and we can go so many ways, we can do so much. What is the most important for us as a Christian and not only as a Christian, but what should we do? Well, there's a wonderful scripture. I want you to uh, to, to go there. Proverbs 4, 23. It says, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of life. Actually, um, the NIV says, above else, guard your heart for everything, everything you do flows from it. And that's what the Amplified Bible also says, keep and guard your heart with all vigilance and above all that you do. Above all that you do, so you do a lot of things, but above all that you do, keep and guard your heart, for out of it flows the issues of life. So we guard our homes, we guard our children, we guard our our car, we guard our um, our computer. We send uh, uh, we set up antivirus uh, software, right, to guard our computers against hackers. And we have passwords to guard our online account. So we are very protective of certain areas in our lives. But how careful are we to protect and to guard our hearts? Because our hearts are the most important thing. And Proverbs says, out of your heart flows the issues of life. You give life out of your heart or you give something else out of your heart. That what, which, uh, what is not life. So when it says, keep your heart with all diligence, uh, diligence has to do with you guard it like in a prison, why uh, the, the ones who are there in prison, you know, uh, the inmates, they are guarded, right? They are protected, they are watched over. So you should watch your heart and keep it and protect it. It says it springs the issues of life that has to go with your heart is a source you give out from your heart. So your heart is the source of life. But when we are talking about heart, of course, you know, it's not our physical heart here, what's in our body. But uh, scripture uses the word heart, mind, spirits, uh, oftentimes interchangeable. They, uh, they mean the same things. And in the original Hebrew word for heart is lev, L-E-V, L-E-V, which means the inner person, the seed of thought, your emotions, your thoughts, your mind, your conscience. So the center of your feeling, of your reasoning. So actually your heart is at the very core, uh, is who we are, so to say, at the very core. There are many uh, scriptures that speak about heart. For instance, Proverbs 21, 12, it says, A person may think their own ways are right, but the Lord weighs the heart. And Matthew 15, 8, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. David, I love David, in Psalm 139, verse 1, it says, Oh Lord, you have examined my heart. You know everything about me. And uh, there's another translation that says, You understand my thoughts far off. So God really knows our heart. He sees our hearts. And he knows our hearts and not only our thoughts and our hearts, but he, uh, also our intentions, what we mean. Right? So since our minds are also part of our hearts, so what mindset we are obeying or catering any given time will control our thoughts, it will control our words, it will control our uh, emotions. 
And when the word says above else what you should do, that means it's a priority, right? We should do it. It's so important because our hearts produce what comes into our hearts, our thoughts. And when you keep thinking of certain thoughts to a degree, it will affect what you say and what you will do. And that will affect um, the people we are in your relationship, in your family, in your marriage, with your co-workers, with strangers, people around you. And it will also determine uh, the choices that we make in our lives. So when the Lord says, uh, when the prophet says, keep your heart, out of it flows the issue of life. It has to do with your heart. It has to do with your future. It has to do with anything that the Lord is doing in your life and in your heart. But then the question is, okay, but how do we guard our heart? Well, the first point is you have to be intentional about it. So when you are guarding something, let's say your house, you put up, uh, nowadays you can put up those, um, what is it, uh, those cameras around your home, right? So you are intentional about it. You do something about it. So we have to do something about it too. And when you guard something, actually there are two things you do. You preserve and protect, yeah. Like you hang up those, those cameras outside. You, you protect what is good and what you want to keep and guard. And number two is you keep the bad things out. You want, you don't want anyone to come into your home who's not allowed in your home, right? So you keep the good things in and you protect them from keeping the bad stuff out. So that is important. Uh, so what do we, preserve what are we going to protect what do we need to protect in our hearts well of course we need to protect the things that the lord is doing in our heart uh, colossians paul says to the colossians set your mind your thoughts on the things above the heavenly things not the things on the earth which only have temporal value uh, David says, your word I have hidden in my heart that, that, that I might not sin against you. Your word, and that, that doesn't mean the scripture, Genesis until the revelation, but it means the word that the Lord spoke to him. That is what you guard. You guard what the Lord is doing in your heart, what he spoke to you, what he promised you. You guard it and you protect it. You let not steal it away. Right, so, and you also keep the bad things out. Well, you probably know the parable of the sower in Mark 4, that you know that the Lord says, well, the soil is the human heart and there was seed was sown in the soil in your heart. It's not only the word of God, it can be the word of God, but also what the Lord is doing in your heart are like seeds. It says in verse 18, the sum of the seeds were sown among thorns. And then it says, they hear the word. They hear the word, it's a good thing, hallelujah. But then, then the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, the desire of every year of, uh, for other things entering in and they choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. So you, that's the person who is doing the right thing, who is listening to the Lord, who receives the heart of the good soil. Uh, he has good soil and then the word is springing up in his life, the good seed. But there are also other things entering in. And you know that thorns, they grow faster than the, than good seed that was sown. And it says, when it says it, it chokes the word, choke literally means it is choke, choked because it's joined to. So you not only receive the word, but that, that word is joined with other things, with the cares of this world, with other things that you allow into your heart, the distractions of this world. So they enter in. So it's our responsibility 
to take them out, right? When you have a garden, when you have, let's, let's say you have the vegetable garden or a beautiful garden with wonderful flowers, you want to take out those seeds and those thorns and those weeds, right? You pluck them out. And the good thing is you can easily pluck them out because the root system is not really deep into the soil, but it's up to you to not let it overgrow the beautiful plants or, or the vegetables that you have. You have to be, uh, you have to be on top of it. So that's also what we need to do. Be on top of what uh, enters into our heart. So filter what your mind consumes. It's important to fill our minds with the good things, with the right things. But we also must learn to filter and guard our heart from consuming the wrong things. What you watch on TV, what you listen to, maybe on YouTube. Or maybe you have to take away some social media for a while or maybe you have to unscribe some streaming service or maybe some relationships you need to put on hold or on pause or maybe you need to unfriend some uh, unfriend some people because they only talk about bad things and about the uh, distractions of this world and what everything else okay so maybe there could be people that you really uh, need to cut off of your life altogether right so we have in, that's important for us to guard our hearts and to keep our hearts because out of it flows the issues of life. And God wants us to have a life that is ble a blessing to others. That is a life, God's life flowing out to others. And one of the important things that we have to guard our heart against is taking offense. And I see that is a big thing, not only in the world, but also in the Christian world. I see that around me many times. There's a scripture that Paul wrote to the Philippians. He says in the first chapter, verse 9 and 10, I pray, Paul's prayer, that your love, that was the acapella love, the love of God in you, may abound still more and more in knowledge and discernment, and that you may approve or put to the test the things that are excellent, things that differ, things that make a difference, and that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. Wow, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. Sincere means free from a falsehood, pure, without hidden motives. And it literally means tested by sunlight. That you can say, oh, Father, please test my heart. You know, put your, your lights, please, in my heart. Is there anything that I should, uh, should do about, uh, that I should take out of my life or whatever? Test me by your sunlight to expose any flaws. And without offense, meaning not causing to stumble or not stumbling ourselves. It is the word actually offense and offense starts in the heart. It starts with a thought that you allow into your heart and then it grows and grows and grows. And it chokes of the words of God and it chokes of what God is doing in your life. How he wants to grow himself in you and how he wants you to become mature in him. It chokes that off and how he has plans for your life. When you let that offense grow in your heart, it's a stumbling block, right? So oh, offense oftentimes happen because we put a certain expectation on people or we think they should have acted a certain way and they didn't. And then that thought comes up. Why? Why did they behave like that? Is there anything wrong with them, with me? Uh, what's wrong with uh, with me? I, I remember a situation many many years ago when our children were young. We at the time we had three young, three small children, and one day I went. I had one of them in a stroller and two of them next to me because they were still small. I think maybe two and three years old, something like that. Because we had three in within three years, so you can imagine. 
and I was uh, on my way to the bookshop where I will work in a city that we lived in. And I was busy just watching my kids, protecting them, making sure we no one would run off and, and to go to the bookshop. And later, well, I was in the same worship group as someone else. And that person was a drummer. I played the piano. And I noticed in the weeks later... Well, actually, at a certain point, I noticed that he didn't greet me anymore. He didn't say hi, uncle, whatever. He was quiet. He avoided me. Then I wonder what's wrong. So I think that we asked him, what's wrong? Have we done anything? Then he said, yeah, you didn't want to greet me. I said, what are you talking about? Yeah, you remember that time when you were in a city and were walking to the bookshop? And we said, hi, Ankh. And you never, you, you never said anything. And we said, hi, Ankh, again, but you never responded. Why is it? Do you think you are more than we are? I said, no, I am so sorry. I never noticed you. I was busy with watching my kids. So they only saw the, the situations through their eyes and they were measuring others by their expectation. Right. And of course, everything was made. Uh, we, we reconciled and said, I'm sorry, it was not intentionally. Oftentimes we do not intentionally offend someone, but we can make sure that we do not take offense. And that that thought, what we, what, what comes up, you know, and that is so easy to think about that we not let it take root into our hearts. What are we looking at? One time I saw, um, I saw a good, uh, uh, where was it on social media, by the way? Someone explained, uh, uh, the way we oftentimes look at situations. Here, I have a piece of paper. And when I would ask you, what do you see? What would you answer? Many people would say, well, I see a black circle. And said, hmm, okay, what else? Yeah, a round circle, I see something black and so on and so on. And actually, this was done in a, a university for psychology students that the teacher uh, showed this and asked them, what do you see? And every one of them said, well, something had to do with the black circle, whatever. Said, no, that's not what I meant. Didn't you notice, yeah, of course, there is a black circle, but no one says, I see a white paper. And oh, yeah, there's a black circle, but most part of this paper is white. Why did you not mention anything about the white? So why are we as person and as Christians sometimes so occupied with the black things, with the dark things, with the with the worries, with the evil thoughts, right? And we do not see the white paper. We, we do not see how God is. We do not see how people are really in the Lord, what the Lord is doing in their lives. So do not jump to conclusions. Look at the good. Even in your life, when something bad happens, something dark happens, something you don't do not understand, look what is the Lord doing in my life. Guard your heart and not, uh, not how do you say that? Well, keep your heart from thinking the wrong things, okay? Think about those things that are pure, that are true, that are worthy to think about. Uh, think about other people, love them. I love the scripture that says in Colossians, when Paul says to the Colossians, you have to bear with one another, forgive one another. And if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgive you, you forgive, or you must also do those things. Well, and in the, actually in the message Bible, when you go to the love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13, it's amazing. You have to look it up. It says, okay, God's love in us does not insist on its own right or its own way. And it's not self-seeking or touchy. 
or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done. It gives no attention to a suffered wrong. You can be suffered wrong, but it gives no attention. It does not focus on a black spot, it does not focus on the white paper. It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, or it rejoices when right and truth prevail and prevails, and it's ever ready to believe the best of every person. Are you ever ready to believe the best of every person? So guard your heart to do that. Believe the best of every person. Do not take offense. Uh, protect the things that the Lord is doing in your heart. Do not let those weeds and those thorns grow up because they will choke what God is doing in your heart. Above else, protect and guard your heart. See you next time. Bye-bye.